Hello and welcome to Wholeness and Wellness Counseling. My name is Tracy Rogers and I'm here with my colleague Akila Riley Richardson. And today we're talking about postpartum depression and what it is and how some advice we have for new mothers, especially when it comes to dealing with it. So the World Health Organization has a statistic out there that 13% of women who have had children will ex just had children would experience postpartum depression. And that this figure is actually higher in the developing world. So postpartum depression is a mood disorder um, and they are both hormonal um, causes of it as well as contextual and cultural factors, socioeconomic factors. So it's a combination of biology as well as some stresses that we deal with when we become new mothers. Um, this is a very serious issue for us. Um, and in Trinidad and Tobago, in our media, I think last year, we had there was a case of a woman who um, took her life. Um, and for a long time, we've been dealing with postpartum depression and it's been dismissed. You know, baby blues, not a real thing. We know for a fact that it's real. And we know for a fact that lots of women are hurting out there. So what we want to do with this conversation today is talk about four things that women can do to combat, to deal with, to manage postpartum depression. I think it's so important for women to, to firstly recognize what's happening with them and to pay close attention to, the, to, to their emotions, um, to be able to name what's happening. And when they're able to name what's happening, then they're able to treat it. And sometimes the first thing you have to do sometimes is just like take a step back, take a, take a time out. If you're feeling incredibly stressed, incredibly frustrated, don't be afraid to say this is how I'm feeling. Don't be ashamed to say this is how I'm feeling. Because we turn being a mother into being a superhero and we assume that that person cannot feel tired, cannot feel angry, cannot feel stressed, cannot feel bothered. Um, and it's so important for women to have a safe space to be able to see this is what I'm feeling and take some time or to take care of themselves. It's yeah. so funny because motherhood becomes almost a thing, huh? It's not even real. Yeah. It, as you said, it's a superhero. And we also we also come to that time when you're having a child that the focus is on this child. Your focus is on this child. You want to do the best for this child. You want to give this child the best that they could possibly have. That it's easy to lose focus on yourself. So you don't place focus on yourself. Other people are also not placing focus on yourself. You may feel as though you can't reach out and ask for help. So this idea, first things first, we put ourselves first. Yep. Second thing. I think even, you know, you just spoke about asking for help. Second thing is being careful about what kind of help you ask for. Um, and who offers that help? You know, I, I've, I've said sometimes people turn new mothers into projects. You know, um, they come into your home sometimes. They have the best of intentions, but sometimes it can really make it stressful to new mothers. They turn advice into mandates, yeah. you know? And sometimes, you know, as a new mother, you have your idea of how you'd like to do certain things. Sometimes people can come into your space and, and really make you feel as if you're not doing it good enough and, and, and really just kind of frustrate you in your process. So figuring out where that help should come from, um, who is allowed, and, and you could do that, that just because you're immensely vulnerable at this point in time, you need the support, doesn't mean that you don't have the right to say, you know what, I need this support, but I don't need this kind of support, yeah. and I don't need support from this particular person, because I need somebody to come in and treat you with empathy, but also respect my process. And my boundaries. And my boundaries really when it comes to my You know, that I need to be able to set boundaries and say, this is what's not, I don't want visitors today. I want visitors today. And have other people respect those boundaries. Very, very true. Very, 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 very true. Um, I think it's also important for you to forgive yourself. Uh, 
you know, this thing does not come with a manual. Oh. And even the best of books, you know, can't give you all that you need, you know, for the for the for the process of, of, of being a mother. You know, as somebody said to me, you know, every child is so different and it's true. Yeah. You know, what would good for one particular child would not be good for another. And I think that you try things as a new mother and it may feel miserably. Yeah. And you can really, really, really feel horribly about it. Yeah. You know, I've seen I've heard stories of mothers who sometimes walk in and see their children in some interesting positions and they just feel so devastated because they feel it's my fault, you know, and and, and we have to learn how to forgive ourselves, you know, yeah. and treat ourselves well and understand that it's okay to make mistakes along the way. And I think why it's so hard, especially for mothers, you know, I mean, I know fathers play an immense role as well when it comes to parenting new, newborns, but, you know, society places immense pressure on women. You know, they become this locus of invasion when it comes to, no, I'm serious, you know, the woman is the one who people assume, you know, so like if you, if you leave your child with your, with your father, say, oh, your father, who baby says, hey, yes. but the mother is home with the child, mothering. <laughs> she's mothering, she's doing her job, and, and, and all of this is part of the conversation, yeah. and that indicates how people view mothers, and why they put all these, why they put all this immense pressure on themselves. You know, to always get it right. So I think forgiving yourself and acknowledging it's okay to make um, mistakes also very, very important. Number four. Number four. I think learning how to ask for assistance. You know, we spoke about help and saying no, etc. But figuring out who are the people um, where I can really get the help that I need. Um, who are the people that offer the assistance that I need right now? Who can I be real with? Who can I be honest with? Who can I say, please just come and just wash my ears for an hour, or who just come and just be with me and sit, sit in my house an hour with me, just because I need my adult company, you know? But it's, it's, it's finding out, it's, it's just identifying who those persons are, where your true support systems lie. So, really building your tribe. Yeah, really building your tribe. <laughs> so, that's it. We've given you four things that you can do if you are a new mother, if you know someone who is a new mother, to start to deal, to confront, to combat postpartum depression of course some people who deal with postpartum depression definitely need medical intervention so please consult your physician um, we offer counseling specifically around dealing with reproductive health um, and reproductive issues so Akila is our specialist here when it comes to dealing with reproductive health um, and those issues so seek help but four things so again ask for help forgive yourself be clear to take time for yourself and really foster your tribe, your mothering tribe that cares for you, does not judge you. And of course, we know there are tons of fathers out there doing the do when it comes to newborn. So we just want to take a moment and encourage fathers as well to take care of themselves. So thanks so much for joining us.